I haven't seen that. I haven't seen that one yet. It's on my Netflix. But I haven't seen that one yet. Hello! Jerry Seinfeld. Yes. What what are you pouring there? What am I hearing right now? What's fizzing up in my ears? It's a cran raspberry LaCroix. Ooh, are you on that LaCroix kick? I've been drinking the LaCroix. <laughs> now I'm just imagining the, the Seinfeld, the inevitable Seinfeld episode about the LaCroix. <laughs> Jerry, I got the LaCroix. And like, there's one flavor that you can't find anywhere. and It's a whole fucking mess. <laughs> uh, I haven't watched that show in a long time. Uh, yeah, it, I don't, like, I worry that if I watched it now, like, it would be good. But it's also like I'm not an eleven year old boy, which like I, to whom that that show was manna from heaven. I don't think I've seen it since I've moved to New York. Yeah. So this century. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of things that have not, uh, well, actually, no, that's within this century. But um, uh, first off, happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy 2018. And uh, uh, kadoos to us, because it is our seventh day of January, of dry January. Yes, hence the LaCroix. Yeah, yeah. I'm drinking a a mug of Trader Joe's peppermint green tea. I have a quarter of a... this late at night, you madman. Well, it's green tea. (laughs) Green tea's got caffeine. Yeah, but not a ton of caffeine. I know. I just need something. <laughs> also, <laughs> I have a quarter bottle of Switchel next to me. Um, I've never had Switchel, but I want to try. I have a recipe for ginger Switchel that I've never made. And you know I love that Townsend's. He's always making yeah. ginger beers and Switchels and shit. I was um, I was at the grocery store the other day picking up stuff, and there was a woman giving like Switchel samples. And it was oh. one of those things where like clearly she was not moving a lot of product um and not then, not a, not not some not a lot of brisk switchel trade. yeah yeah and so then she i tried some of the warm cayenne switchel um mm-hmm. served at a, at a warm temperature yes and it's mm-hmm. and it was very cayenne um and like <clears throat> it's not as sour as you might have had switchel is made of at least this is ginger maple syrup and uh apple cider vinegar so <laughs> like there is there is a tang to it, but it is not as vinegary as as I assumed. Um, and she was like, "Oh, it's like fantastic." She's like, "It's got a lot of health benefits," and I was like, "Please don't do this." It does. It does not. Like, it doesn't. I'm gonna buy the damn bottle because Although I. Although if it's if it's ginger, it's you know probably good for your gut. Yeah, you know, make, yeah, it might might settle your stomach a little bit. Yeah, but, but like, please, please don't. Uh, and then at the end she was like um do you she was like do you drink and i was like "Mm." and she was like because i have all these switchel cocktail recipes and i was like well okay i'll take the handout she's like i actually only have this one handout but you can take a picture of it (laughs) so then i took a picture of her switchel cocktail handout sheet (laughs) 
I'm going to see you in February, my <laughs> friend. Um, yeah, it's fine. I mean, I don't know necessarily if I would drink it if I had a cool beer, but um, but but I made I've... an agreement on a po- podcast. Law holds me. Yeah, podcast law and 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 Twitter law. Yeah, that's true. I've been talking about it. I've been like, I feel like a huge asshole because on Twitter I've been like, just, just a new year, new me, guys. <laughs> drinking, yeah, a you... of, drinking a lot of, drinking a lot of teas. Um, I've been meditating, meditating um, which has been fine. Um, yeah. No, my 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 New Year's thing is uh, I'm just I'm just doing the the no no booze for a month. I'm not I'm not getting uh I'm not getting crazy. Yeah, I'm trying to do. I'm using an app to like try and do like better habits, but it's mostly just like like one of my to do tasks. Two of my to do tasks. One of them is morning grooming, and one of them is evening grooming. And it's basically just that I like floss and put on moisturizer at both of those times. Yeah, I haven't brushed my teeth today. Okay. Uh, there's always it's my, next it's year. My che- it's my cheat day. Okay. <laughs> the, the other days are tooth days, as it were. Sunday, day of rest. Um, I haven't been to a dentist in like two years. Because the last time I went to a dentist, they it had been after I had been like, I was flossing regularly. And I went and they were like, oh, everything looks good actually hold on a second and another guy came in from the other room and was like actually you need gum surgery and then left and they were like oh good thing that like gum surgeon was here to find out if you needed gum surgery and i was like this feels like a scam yeah (laughs) it feels like i am being had right now and i'm gonna get gum surgery but not actually need it and you know what i say about unnecessary surgeries who needs them yeah I definitely got scammed with the dentist and then oh. later went to a nice dentist and he was like, yeah, you're scammed. Cause I, I, I'm, I'm very scared of the dentist. Um, and I went to a nice dentist where they like, he was the nicest. He was so nice. I like, I wrote down on my intake form. I was like, I have a lot of dental anxiety. I'm scared of the dentist. Yeah. And so the first time he was like, let's have gentle voices. Like I was a scared cat. Mm-hmm. And he was like, we're t- I'm just going to do a little exam today. We're not going to do the cleaning. You'll come back next week and we'll do the cleaning. Oh, nice. Today, I'm just going to take x-rays and look at your mouth. And, and then he was so nice that the minute I left the office, I burst into tears. Because <laughs> I'd been so nervous and he was so nice. Of and course. then. And when he when he did the cleaning, he, he numbed my mouth. He did not with Novocaine, but with like this um the like a topical thing yeah, that tasted yeah. like bananas. Mm. And and he was like, and you know he X-rayed my teeth. And he was like, yeah, you've got an exam. And he was like, you've got like naturally really strong teeth, and you have some fillings that I think were not actually necessary. And I was like, I knew it. <laughs> oh God. Um, and now and they filled them in weird. And now that tooth pokes out, and I'm always poking it with my tongue. Oh, I'm sorry. So yeah, I have I, I I yeah my I've got it's all it's all genes when it, when your when your teeth are involved. Some people are just like yeah, I got a cavity from yeah breathe, breathe, yeah definitely. from breathing in air that was too sweet. Yeah, um, <laughs> I'm good. I knew somebody who they had like naturally slightly higher blood sugar, and they just developed a ton of cavities because of that. Mm. Um, yeah, and like I think I've had like one or two fillings. Um, but given that I, f- like, barely ever floss and, like, have a p- allegedly never been a great brusher, I, I brush too hard, just like I love too much. 
Um, I, I don't floss. And when they ask me at the dentist, do you floss? I say, no. <laughs> no, there's no hesitation there. And I think that's a powerful move because I know yeah. most people are like, sometimes I just say, no, I, I, I know I should. And you're like, I no, will I never just, floss. Cowards. I don't. And I don't. And I know that there's research that reveals that flossing is useless. Yeah. Um, there's some back and forth on that, but yeah. Um, I was listening, I was listening to, it was a sawbones that was about dental health and like Dr. Sydney's was like, well, if you'd already floss, might as well yeah, keep, flossing. keep flossing. But if you don't floss, there's sort of no reason to start. Um, <laughs> don't break, don't break yourself trying to get that new habit. So 2018, not the year I'm going to start flossing. <laughs> I've also got a like a metal retainer in my mouth that makes it impossible for me to floss. Oh, my lower teeth. I did not know that. Because there's a bar in there that I can't oh. like. Yeah, it's and it's bad. I can't floss. So, fuck it. You know what I did over this break? What'd you do? I saw a movie. That's right. I saw a movie for the first time in almost two years. <laughs> A movie in the theater. In the theater, yeah. Um, went to a weird movie chain in uh, North Carolina in like a mall where there's like areas around where Kristen's parents lived where it's very clear that n- nothing was there five years ago. And like they're like, it's a mall now. And now it's like one of those fancy malls with like a Trattoria restaurant. Mm. Um, I, yeah. I haven't been to a mall in a while. But uh, the uh, went and saw the new Star Wars movie. Mm-hmm. And now, you're part of the conversation. Yeah, vi- like uh, you're, two weeks late. Or you're no, rot like, 13-ing. 13-ing? R- rot. I, oh, I yeah. yeah. Um, and, and, well, it was also that, like, I, I want to talk about it now, but it's been like a month and everybody's moved on to being to being on some other thing. Um, I'm here for, I'm here for you, buddy. Yeah, I thought it was good. I thought it was a good movie. I thought it was maybe a little overstuffed. I'm going to go see it again on Wednesday. I would like to see it again because since seeing it I saw um The Force Awakens again and there were aspects of that that I had completely forgotten that I feel like like I had forgotten that the entire point of that first movie is everybody's trying to find Luke. And then they find him, and he yeah. goes, fuck you! He's like, this stinks. Um, Squirts milk everywhere. <laughs> the, 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 like, the joke I've been making about that milk scene is that if you just describe that to somebody as being in the new Star Wars, they absolutely would not believe you, and they would think you were doing a joke. I did see a tweet that was about it, and I was like, is that a joke? Before I saw the movie, I was yeah. like, is that really in the movie? And it was. <laughs> it was. Oh, they really made that lactating teat look like very red and angry. Can't wait to see it again. <laughs> in IMAX 3D. In the 3D version, the teat squirts squirts at you. And you you like you get you like try to wipe off your glasses and like hits yeah. the, it hits the camera. <laughs> Uh, it's like a Gallagher show. <laughs> I do feel I, I do Sorry, feel like I saw the movie like two months ago because I had Christmas and the holidays. Yeah, in between when I saw it, so I'm like, 
the, the before time. I mean, you may have legitimately seen it at least one month ago. No, not yet. Okay. Like, I saw it, like, three weeks ago. Um, But, yeah, I thought it was good. I, like... I I like feel like it's overstuffed, but it's hard to be like, oh, this is the part they shouldn't have put in. A lot like, of people complained about the whole casino scene plot line, yes. uh, which I loved. And we're gonna we're like spoilers f- to some degree, right? Like, yeah, we're I mean we're going to describe lot. the things that happen in this movie to a certain degree, but I don't I don't know that we're going to like give away any big reveals, but. I, I I'm just gonna say if you haven't seen Last Jedi yet, uh, maybe skip ahead like half an hour. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> um, I yeah, I thought that the casino planet. It's, it's the it's the rare occasion when we've both seen something. No, we've just gotta we've gotta, we've gotta suck gotta all the marrow out of these bones. We've gotta grab onto it like the the mm. hide of one of those racing cats. Why? Oh yeah, planet. if we were sorry. I was doing this whole thing about sucking marrow out, and then you said, like, the hide of one of those racing cats, and I was like, I just imagined someone picking up one of those racing cats and their teeth and shaking it, but, like, mm. but like a giant monster. And I was like, was there a giant monster that did that in this movie? There was, it was, it, last did I had a very good score on the critter scale. Very good mm. critters. Oh. Mm. Had the porg. Good porgs. Yeah. Fan of porgs. Both my niece and nephew got stuffed porgs of different sizes for for Christmas. You have to diversify and, your pork holdings. And at one point, my niece uh, repeatedly chased me around the kitchen island with her porg, making threatening porg noises. Oh and like I would pause like halfway around, you know, and I'd go, Whoo, okay, I think I'm safe now. And she'd start of chasing course. me again. Mm-hmm. And I'd go, oh, no. <laughs> well, that's very good. And, and when we went out for dinner, she took it with her. And, and, and I said... And she was talking about how she was going to eat chicken fingers and fries. And I said, well, what is the pork going to eat? And she was thoughtful for a while. And then she made it go, meow, 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 and eat the table. And I was like, yes, good. Thank you. Excellent. So that's what porgs eat. They eat tables, tables. at uh, Central Florida seafood restaurants. Mm. Stump knockers, which I've talked about on this show before. Yeah, this is the whole, like, stump knockers, fud puckers, fud ruckers corridor. <laughs> the the vortex um but yeah it, it's it's also funny because i keep hearing from like like Kristen, who's on different areas of the internet than me and is like oh like some people really hated this thing and some people really hated this thing and i was like i'm very glad i haven't heard that take yet um because she was like a lot of people didn't like the porgs and i was like i mean they don't they're not really in it for like an enormous They're not there much. Time. I mean, they're not I mean, they're not a, they're not a pod race. They're yeah, not, yeah. They're not even as as ubiquitous as Ewoks, man. Yeah, yeah, like in terms of like cute creatures they're, they're... And they and then you learn the reason that they're there is great. Yeah, that is a very good reason. That instead of digitally removing puffins on this island, they painted over them with porgs. They just put porgs on top of puffins. Um, but uh, yeah, I thought the Casino Planet stuff was good because. So... Uh, okay, do you want to go? I think it was great because it was finally bringing to Star Wars the theme that we should eat the rich. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I I thought that okay, like 
the characters that we follow, Ray, Finn, and Poe, um, Ray and Finn are both characters who kind of end up with the re- uh, the rebellion pretty much like semi by accident. And yeah. for Finn, especially like he does not have a great understanding of the wider universe. And so it's important for both if, for his character to like learn that stuff and that impacts his and sets up the moral choice for him to, to like fully claim a rebel identity. And it it's also a thing for Rose because it like sets her up as somebody who has things to teach him about being just like a rank and file person in the rebellion. And they also got to ride on like a yes. big kitty. Yeah. And Benicio Toro, del Toro was there doing his best Tom Waits impression. Yeah. <laughs> there is there is a lot of uh good like drunk alien stumbling. Yeah, yeah. Uh BB eight doing a great job. Wonderful. Um yeah. I and and a lot of people complained about uh, I mean this was this is like my parents were like uh, the, my brother and I, we both like equally loved it mm-hmm. while the rest of my family had various reservations. And like what we, what, what my brother and I was like, it's basically like, it just wasn't the story that they wanted to see. They wanted. Yeah. And I'm like, no, this is, this is perfect. I was, I, I'm going to call it my favorite star Wars movie. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, it was definitely <clears throat> a brave movie to make in terms, in terms of, sorry. Um, in terms of like, Yeah. They made a Star Wars movie where the scrappy genius plan didn't work and like it actually like backfired and But there is a point with the movie where like basically Puppet Yoda looks directly into the camera and says, Sometimes failure is important. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, like uh, but I I actually wonder how people reacted to The Empire Strikes Back. Which, oh yeah, which... I, I remember I saw some good. It was like a good Tumblr post. It was like a, the idea of like what the internet in 1980 would have been saying yeah, about yeah, like a movie where it ends with like um, Luke getting his uh, hand cut off, Han Solo's and... carbonite. <laughs> yeah, like like that's actually maybe a more dour ending than the one that that we got. Um, but uh, no, I I I enjoyed it greatly. Um, I, I look I look forward to, to seeing it again. And now you understand my comments about being horny for Snoke. Mm-hmm. He's he's did we talk about so Andy Circus plays Snoke. Slithery. Yeah, because he, he just he just can't stop gyrating. Yeah. He's that boy's got a swivel in his hips. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah, he's got that gold robe. I really wanted a moment where somebody was like, So the do you, are you from a race that looks like this? What or if something is this <laughs> like, like, is that whole natural or you, you can't ask that in Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, that is that is actually very true that you'd probably be like, now, are you an alien or are you just ugly? <laughs> There's a really good. It's, it's like it's like when you're asking, "Where are you from?" Yeah, where no, are you really, from? really. From? <laughs> that reminds me that when I watched The Force Awakens, like you see, uh, uh, you see Admiral Akbar, and I saw it, and I was like, "Oh, it's Admiral Akbar." And then I thought, "Wait, am I just racist? Do I think that all calamari, the races, I think called Mon, Mon Calamari, calamari. 
I'm like, do I just think all all of them look the same? But no, it was Admiral Akbar. There's but there's different Mon Calamari's in Rogue One, so Boy. so you missed it by one one episode. Sp- your squid racism. Uh, it it's a trap. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. <laughs> um. Yeah, but it was good. Um. I I will say there's a kiss in it that like kind of took me by surprise and oh I yeah think, i forgot i think that i'm at the point in my life where when i see two people go through like a traumatic thing in a movie and then kiss i'm like you're making a mistake <laughs> calm down you two and what's how how are you feeling what how's how are your ships right now um i mean... I, I don't know like i uh I don't know that I do a lot of shipping with these people. Um, yeah, yeah. Star Wars for me is not very horny. It's yeah. This, I mean, and again, this is the horniest Star Wars. It is by far. But like, there's the like, there's episodes of there's like relatively not horny episodes of the Next Generation that are one hundred to three hundred times hornier than well, Star all of Trek Star has, Wars. Star Trek has always been. Horny. much hornier yeah that's true um i did like uh uh adam driver's big chest. slab chest yeah it's big big high-waisted <laughs> hunk of meat um and i like that he always looks like you know when you cry but you're also a little snotty too yeah he's just he's almost there um so yeah i thought it was a good movie how are your yeah. ships uh, I'm 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 not saying I'm not saying that I'm a Raylo now, but I'm saying I'll look at the fan art. Raylo. Oh Ray. yes, yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, <laughs> sorry. So I was just uh, the, the thing is, I, you you, I, t- you turned into that gif of the woman looking around at the math. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> yeah, like I mean, I I feel like it's obvious that like you're supposed to feel a certain way from them interacting in the movie there's 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 tension and that's Mm -hmm. interesting to see in a movie an unfulfilled tension yeah and and i liked that so the big the big spoiler thing that happens afterwards uh when he's like like we can start everything again join me and you're kind of like i mean maybe do it like let's see, yeah, let's see like, how this one plays out actually I was, I, it was interesting because it was star wars where i was very tense the whole time because i didn't know it was gonna yeah. happen yeah. And i had like no idea yeah um it was fun and it is funny that like even at this point in this in this second installation after we've seen uh kylo ren like kill his dad and like be a party to the uh, like attempted murder of his mother and like murder all these people that like you're still like maybe there's some good in this guy when you've seen like absolutely nothing to prove this at all (laughs) it's just that adam driver has a really good face for looking like like possibly moved or possibly experiencing indigestion (laughs) yeah and I liked that it was a lot of Hux getting owned mm-hmm. constantly. Mm, yeah. Oh, yeah. And and the great thing is if you watch the first movie, too, that happens a bunch. So, like, I would love to watch, a, like, a, a, 
a um a supercut of just all the times where Hux is like, oh, but we'll get them next time. <laughs> or they're in our grasp now. <laughs> the next movie, there's just going to be a long sequence where he just like walks into rakes. It's going to be Sideshow Bob. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very good. Um, oh, boy, if I had animation powers. <laughs> and I then would, I, would, I would waste a three weeks of my life making that making the the hunks the in, hunks in the field of the rakes. Rakes. <laughs> uh yeah i thought that was very good but um yeah i uh i like the movie i think in this series in this installation i still have problems picturing what the actual size and scope of i also keep calling them the new order which is not what they're called in the movie but like what the actual size and scope of the first order is. Oh, the first order. I could not, I could not for the life of me. I was like, wait, aren't they called in the order? No, new order, new order is a, is it's a, band, a band, right? <laughs> yeah. But like, I literally can't tell if it's just like three spaceships and, or, or if it's the same, like as big as the empire used to be. Yeah. But also like, I, I like star Wars is just one of those things where I, I never get, cause it's not, it's not sci-fi. It's fantasy. Yeah. It's space opera. It's fantasy with spaceships. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's no The Orville. <laughs> oh the Orville The Orville is did harder sci-fi watch, than Star Wars. Did you watch The Orville with your dad? No, we did not watch The Orville. Did you discuss The Orville? No. Are you going to do an Orville podcast with your dad? With my dad? No. <laughs> okay, I like, continue. <laughs> I feel like we would both be. be dis- I don't want to find out about my dad. That he watches the Orville. <laughs> I already had to deal with the fact that my stepbrother likes the angry video game nerd. That could be anyone. <laughs> Is that no, an actual guy? No, or... there's a, there's one that's literally called the angry video game nerd. <laughs> kept kept bringing them up, and I was like, no, Nate, please no. do not do this. No. <laughs> um, that okay. is. That's very good. Um, I mean, that's that's why people always like have their fake name as like. The yeah. bitter anarchist anime guys, because there, there's a guy whose whole shtick is. Well, there's like a, th- a thousand identical guys. Yeah, but he um, was like the. Did he pretend. was the first. Oh, yeah, <laughs> he was patient zero. Yeah, I think he actually is like a nice guy, and it's and it's you know it's very <laughs> it's, it's actually a, it's, has gotten way out of yeah, hand. It's it's much more of a character for him. Yeah. But um, I also don't want to see that kind of character. <laughs> I was looking for a uh, the scene in the movie Looper where there's a cool turntable um, to show my wife this cool turntable. And what I did find was like 8,000 videos that are like like oh, the, the 5,000 things wrong with Looper and how Looper <laughs> should have ended. And I was like, oh, I'm so tired. <laughs> That's right. Fanfic. It's called Fix It Fic. Yeah, that's you true. you can make people kiss in it. You yeah. Goddamn nerds. Instead of just being like, wrong. Wrong. <laughs> no. Here's why I'm smarter than you. Oh, boy. Um. Anyway, yes. Yeah, so the, the, the Star Wars is good. I also, I liked that Oscar Isaac got slapped. Yes. And um was complete can can just constantly owned by older women yeah i mean that was another thing that like 
if that I honestly feel like a lot of the negative response to this movie would not have been there if there had not been like three separate scenes where older women yell at the like the the cool hot shot yeah like but um yeah anyway so we agree last jedi we give it thumbs three thumbs um sideways <laughs> um it's not wait what is i don't remember what the critic says when he likes a movie I don't think he has a catchphrase. <laughs> it doesn't stick. It's good. <laughs> okay, can I can I if this is this is a very left field thing, but so I've been watching a lot of Sesame Street mm-hmm. and every time I hear um Big Bird, his voice sounds like John Lovitz to me. <laughs> I haven't heard Big Bird in a while. He sounds a bit like John Lovitz. <laughs> Maybe Big Bird is now played by John Lovitz. It could be John Lovitz. Um, Have I I told you about the John Lovitz dream I had? No! (laughs) But... This was was years ago. This was probably, like, Mm -hmm. getting on ten years ago. Okay. But I still remember it. Mm Mm-hmm. That I was at, I had a dream that I was at a party, like a big, like, gala kind of thing. Mm Mm-hmm. And that I had just been broken up with and I was uh, just distraught and heartbroken. And, you know, I was trying to work my way through the crowd in this party. And then, like, the the crowd's part. And then I see John Lovitz and he has his arms open for me. And and I go and John Lovitz, you know, gives me this tender embrace and, you know, says these beautiful things into my my ear about how, you know, that... um, uh, in, in in love like, in, in oh youth in youth you will have you know many many spring times of love but but you know it is still only yet springtime and summer is yet to bloom and i was just like thank you john <laughs> <laughs> that's so perfect um, i know so i always feel very fondly towards john lovitz yeah. and also the fact that he beat up andy dick <laughs> really yeah <laughs> Um, Andy Dick said something about Phil Hartman and, yeah, and, and John Lovitz John, John Lovitz threw hands yeah um, I there is do you remember Overheard in New York and by I, do you remember I'm sure it still exists I do remember it um, I have almost certainly told this story but there's one of the quotes on there is that somebody it's uh, like, like the whole thing is it's people who overhear conversations and they post them and it's like person excuse me are you john lovitz and then response from john lovitz jealous (laughs) (laughs) which is so good yay (laughs) john lovitz um you know it was really rough for me the last time i watched the critic what jay sherman is 34 oh wow so there's jesus year and then there's Jay Sherman year. Yeah. And I'm older than both. Boy, what, what year is 35? Liz Lemon. Really? Yeah. <laughs> okay, we have to come up with this whole, the whole calendar. <laughs> and, I, and Homer, Homer's 38. Oh although we God. have a group, we have... We have come to the conclusion before that Homer should be 29. 
Really? We no, we had we had this conversation on this podcast. I'm sure we did, but like, but he has three kids. Yes, but the first one was unplanned. Oh wait, yeah, they yeah, were we young. talked about this. Yeah, and the last one was unplanned too. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, there is a possibility that they're in some sort of time warp. Well, they definitely are, but. Even within that time loop. Yeah, but canonically, Homer is 38. Okay. Which makes it like the, that the whole like Bart thing went down when he was 28. It just seems weird. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Okay. So, sorry. I, it turns out I don't know anybody's ages. Yeah. That's a, oh, here's a, here's a thing I learned that'll fuck you up. Can you guess how old Mario is supposed to be? It's like it's gonna be like twenty four or something. You nailed it in one. Really? Yeah. Wow. Isn't that upsetting? I remember when I was in my mid twenties, I had this moment where I was like, "Oh wait a second, I'm older than all of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles because they're teenagers." They're all teenagers. Yeah. <laughs> um, which is like weird because I feel like when I was a kid, I sort of regarded them as what adults must be. I don't think I ever was like, "Oh." Donatello, he's seventeen. <laughs> now are they are they teens in human years or are they teens in turtle years? Wait, that would be turtles live a long time. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> they're seventy five. <laughs> <laughs> they fell they fell into the ooze sometime in the Edwardian period. <laughs> um. <laughs> Teenage Mutant Edwardian Turtles. Uh, got to write Wearing that AU. Wearing waistcoats <laughs> done with World War One. Um. <clears throat> Thank you. Oh God, they go to. They're in the trenches. <laughs> we lost Donatello in Flanders. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> These turtles in time, indeed. No. no. <laughs> um. Uh. Uh, what's next on the agenda? Well, I, I have I did get Super Mario Odyssey, and I've been playing oh. a lot of that. How that is game, that? That game is fucking fun. Yeah, it's just fun. It's like it's very funny to me that not not funny, but like it's like oh yeah, Nintendo, they're very good at this. <laughs> like they're very good at making games that are. Fun. They definitely know like. Because, like, lots of people make games that are not fun, but, yeah. like, I don't think I've heard of a single game on the Switch yet that people aren't like, oh, yeah, it's fun. Um, But, I mean, I've I've really only heard about Splatoon, Breath of the Wild, and, uh, and Mario Odyssey. Um, yeah, it's, like, I would go to bed after playing Mario... And I'd just be lying in bed thinking, fuck, that game is fun. Mm. And it was great because Paul came over, Paul, friend of the show, mm-hmm. uh, the other day. And uh, I was like, here, you want to play some Mario Odyssey? And I got to watch him play it from the beginning. And then it was it was fun to watch him play it because it was fun to get to see him, like, discover all the cool things. And, like, like it's just because, you know, you whenever the first time you throw your hat at something and then you possess it. And you're like, what? <laughs> I can't believe I got to do this. And then discovering 
it's just wild. It's just, and I'm, I, uh, it's so much fun. Um, I was reading, there was like a meta filter thread about, um, the switch and against my good judgment, I was reading the comments, but one thing was very funny where this woman was saying, she's like, one thing that I love about the switch is that you don't have to hold the joy cons up. You can just have them in your hands. So I, on, when I have slow days at the office, I bring my switch, I put it behind my monitor and run the hdmi into the monitor and then just sit there with my hands in my lap playing video games see i like the fact that you have the joy con separate because that means my cat can very easily climb up on my chest yeah yeah and we can we can cuddle while i play mario Mm -hmm. i just love the idea of somebody sitting there with their arms straight down to their sides and and playing video games um but uh yeah i uh gotta get one yeah why uh my nephew got one for christmas and um well he didn't get one for christmas because what what he what happened on christmas morning uh was that he had one last present to open it was the biggest and heaviest present he had and he saved it for last and he he knew he had asked for a switch and he was pretty sure he was getting a switch and he opened it up and found a gift card for Best Buy and two concrete blocks. Because <laughs> my brother is a master of being a troll. Yes. <laughs> uh, and and I guys... didn't know this was happening. Like I had, the, I had the, the my camera open. I was ready to like get his excited face when he opened <laughs> it up, and then it was just like, what? <laughs> well, then he got to pick his favorite color of Joy-Con. Uh, it was apparently very important that he get the, the not the boring Joy-Con. He had to get the the Splatoon one. Like no, the um the red and blue. Ah, okay, good, good. Yeah, I have the boring gray ones because I don't care. Um, I actually saw there was an Insta stories today from somebody I know where uh, of their son who is probably seven, um, and he's playing on a Switch, and I think he's playing like online multiplayer, and then in his lap underneath the Switch is a iPad because he's like FaceTiming with one of his friends who's also playing. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is kind of cute. Like, cute these days. <laughs> um, it, like that's the equivalent of like hanging out in your friend's basement. Yeah. Uh, playing Donkey Kong. Um, Excuse me, I have to hit my computer so it stops making a loud noise. <laughs> there we go. There we go. I need a new computer. Mm. Um, but uh, so so. Other than that, your holiday. I had a pretty great Christmas. Yeah, it was very fun. I didn't leave the house for like five days. Mm-hmm. My dad has a bunch of all of his couches are recliner couches. Oh my god! So you just sit down and you just like recline, and it's mm-hmm. it's, it's electric recliner. So you just go at your. Oh. Legs are up and your your body's back. Did we talk about Lazy Boy chairs? I'm sure we have or, at some point. I mean, we have talked about Frasier, so... That's true. Um, where I looked online, because I was like... Because um, I was like, you know what? I could I could really go for a Lazy Boy recliner. And Izzy's, um, Izzy's rocking chair does not recline. But, like, lots of times I'll be rocking her and her, she'll fall asleep on me. But if I put her into her bed... She'll wake up, so I kind of want to just like recline backwards. And I was yeah. like, you know what? I'll bet that Lazy Boy has like gotten with the times and released a lot of like new contemporary designs. 
No. That is not the case. Lazy Why boy recliners they? look ex- like precisely like the chair from Fraser. You would not I would not want Lazy Boy to have released you know the, the... I kind of want to see like a Dwell Studio X Lazy Boy collabo. I don't I don't think there should be like a like a supremely sleek Lazy Boy. I mean it's in the name. It's Lazy Boy. <laughs> like what do you expect from us? What do you expect? We're lazy. <laughs> it's in the name. We're lazy boys. <laughs> Uh, I like that a lot. <laughs> yeah, if I if I had more space, I definitely think I would really get into having a recliner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it was great. I would just like kick back and like I got I got a bunch of comics for Christmas. I got Delicious in Dungeon mm. first th- the three volumes of Delicious in Dungeon, which is about oh yeah, it's about like sort of like D and D dungeon hunting, but also cooking monsters. So it's a food manga that's about monsters it's mm-hmm. very delightful delicious so while people were cooking or watching a movie or playing games i would just kick back in my recliner read a little i was doing a lot of knitting um because i'm still still doing that <laughs> yeah man um but now i actually think i have to, i'm gonna try and do a um like a private knitting lesson because the way i'm knitting I, I just learned from watching YouTube. So I don't think that it's like the way you're supposed to. And my hands keep cramping up. And now I have a callus on the first finger of my right hand, which is the hand that I use to put in contacts. Uh. So, um, so I need to like baby foot my hand or something. You're probably very much not supposed to baby foot your hand. No. <laughs> That's what happened to Snope. Snope? Snope. Snope? Snope. 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 <laughs> Don't worry, it's a very dad thing to get the name just on Oh, boy. You know what I did today? I put, what did you do today? I put that plastic sheeting over some windows in my apartment and used a hairdryer to, like, tighten it up. Because that's me now. <laughs> <laughs> gotta gotta get rid of all these drafts yeah actually it's, it's so cold in my apartment that the butter in the butter keeper like that we just leave out is not spreadable it is like completely rock solid um and i was worried about the windows and Kristen was like well you know what the problem is it's the floor because the space beneath us is a store space that is unused and there's not any heat on in there so it's just a giant like vacuum of cold that just sucks the heat out of my apartment through the floor uh it is a bummer it has been very weird this year normally normally save the weather chat for up front but we're doing Mm -hmm. in the middle of the episode today usually i get the new york experience of the radiator is on at boiling temperature Mm -hmm. And so I have the windows open when it's mm-hmm. 17 degrees out. But this winter, it's been at a perfect temperature inside, like, the whole time. Mm-hmm. It's not been too hot. Nice. I've not, like, I have all the windows closed. I mean, well, hey, it's it's up to, let's see, it's an up, to, up to a balmy, let's see, balmy 17 degrees right Ooh. now. Yeah. 
Um, I'm assuming that's um, Fahrenheit. Yeah, because uh, who do you think I am? I'm not a communist. I don't even remember what the like who does what. Like I have never there's there's a big hole in my cere- cerebellum that's where knowing things about weather and what numbers correspond to what in terms of jackets and things. Um, really? Yeah. I, I could not tell you. I, okay. Fifties is like a light jacket. Yeah. That's what I have. (laughs) Everything that you tell me, I just subtract a series of numbers from light jacket and just go for it. Well, and according, like, if you were in Northern California, 50s, they, they, people in Northern, people in California in general just, are hilarious when it comes to They just the set themselves on fire. Well, yeah, that's, yeah. And a lot of people in California have been real cocky about our cold weather this week. And I'm like, that's a lot of big talk from a place that was entirely on fire a month ago. Well, it's also like, yeah, guys, it's, it's, it's supposed to get cold during the winter. <laughs> Like this was not a, a an enormously unpredictable thing, happenstance. Yeah. Um. Don't get so don't get cocky, Southern California. Yeah. Boy, you, you had it. Or you're you're on. You're constantly rumbling and on fire. <laughs> um. But every whenever whenever I go out to like the Bay Area, people are like, "Oh, it's gonna get chilly. Oh, I have to dress in layers." I'm like, "No, you don't." It's <laughs> fun. Get- it's going to get down to 57. It's fun to see when um, people move to New York from California and the enormous coats that they wear in, like, September. <laughs> well, I did. I went down to Florida and I did not take. Well, it was like it was like 60 degrees when uh-huh. I left. And when I came back, it was 15. And okay. I had not taken down a coat. Uh, so I had a hoodie and a light jacket. Oh boy! And, and I, I, had a, I had a car pick me up at the airport, and I was just standing outside going. <laughs> we had kind of a, a similar thing where we were driving back up, and we had not brought Izzy's big coat down. So, like, we took her to a playground so she could run around on the way back up. And we were like, "Oh, I guess we should like." We put like like three sweaters on her. Yeah. And she didn't even want to run around. <laughs> She was not interested. She was like, no, it's cold. Yeah. Please. <laughs> um, but driving with a kid was okay. It was fine. Yeah. Um, but she threw up twice, but she was a real trooper about it. Well, that was uh, on my flight down to Florida. A, I was uh, sitting next to a four-year-old, and you know, at first I was like, "Yeah, this means my fat ass can sort of spill over into the next seat, and that I'm not uncomfortably squeezed up against another human." Yeah. But then the four-year-old got airsick, and uh, guess who has a vomit phobia? It's oh. me. And I, w- it was a hell ride. <laughs> oh no, that's actually really like I can't think of the last time like people getting airsick is like a Mr. Bean thing like i don't think i've ever been on a plane where somebody is actually like b- used the bag yeah like 
anyway i like huh that's a bummer yeah, it was it was and just like as i was aware it became it was happening i was just like slow just turning my body away yeah more towards the bulkhead going and my brain going no 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 as i read the same paragraph in my book over and over again yeah so it was not the best flight i've been on yeah yeah um ah, travel it's awful i'm pretty um, zen about it but i do realize i'm also pretty zen about most things because i take a lot of psychiatric medication <laughs> yeah I'm like i'm like oh yeah I don't really feel things strongly anymore. (laughs) Like, yeah, it's just a, like, I don't know. We're, I think we're going to try not to travel with Izzy for like, like a full year. Um, because it, it was, it was fine, but it was also like a little rough. (laughs) Well, you, you don't have far to go for, you know, things, stuff. Yeah. I mean, I mean, the good thing about living in New York is you just make everyone come to you for holidays. Yeah. When was the last time you were on a plane? I feel like you haven't gone. No, I haven't flown for years. Since you went on your weird, like, trip to California for a day or whatever Yeah, I think, I think, like, I haven't flown not for work in, in many, many years. Uh, maybe since, since we went out to Seattle. Um, yeah, and, like, to a certain degree, I've been trying to not fly a bunch, if I can help it, uh, just for, like, environmental stuff, but, like, also, um, we just haven't been going on vacations or anything, uh, and, like, my family, because there's so many kids up here now, my family's been doing a lot of, uh, holidays in New York, which is fine by me because that's where <laughs> all of my stuff is <laughs> you can get there in a minute <laughs> yeah i'm already here <laughs> i i i this like passage of 12 months will be like the most i've flown in a while because i flew out to california in june and then i just went to florida and then in uh two two weeks mm-hmm. holy shit next for yeah, Friday after this one. I'm flying to oh, Chicago. Wow. I'm going to Chicago to see friend of the show, Sarah Yay. and Tom. Very excited. Yeah. Going to eat a lot of a lot of pizza and soup and cookies. Big, big, big uh, deep dish pizza? No, no. No? Sarah's, Sarah's going to make pizza. Oh, okay. Homemade pizza. Mm. I'm, I'm not going to have Chicago dog. I'm not going to have chicago pizza i'm probably not going to see any of chicago i'm just going to stay in sarah's apartment in my pajamas and watch simpsons and it'll be the best um now my question is are you flying into midway airport because i can suggest a chicago dog you can get there (laughs) (laughs) no i believe i'm flying into o'hare okay Uh, that's fine then next time try to fly into midway and then don't leave the airport for a little bit (laughs) go and get a chicago dog and then leave get my bags get a chicago dog uh i i believe the chicago dog is within security so you will have to pick up your bags at a later date yeah i think i think next weekend i'm gonna not check a bag and i normally check a bag Mm mm-hmm but I'm going for such a short time, and I'm not yeah, transporting any well. like liquids or anything. Yeah, yeah. I'll just pack my duffel, which I did when I went on a weekend trip to uh, 
to California to uh, to Los Angeles, and it was great. I'd never not checked a bag before, and I was like, "Oh, it's oh, fantastic!" I can, just, I can just zip, whoop, I'm done. Yeah, I'm my favorite thing is gate checking <laughs> because like lots of places will just like like every flight I've been on in recent years, they've been like, "Please let us gate check your bag." So then, <laughs> is that just a way to like cheat? cheat the bag check fee gate checking yeah well generally everybody wants to bring a bag on board so they everybody has the roller suitcases which are just like minusculely within the the like the rules and but they you can't fit all those onto the plane so at the last moment they have to run a bunch down there so, I, know, I know. Yes, that is how I cheat the gate check fee. Yeah, um, and I and I and it makes and people like you make me angry. Why? Because you you're holding up the plane. I don't. I don't. You knew it wasn't going to fit. You knew it wasn't going to fit, and you're no, just trying to circumvent bag, the rules. My bag would always fit. I could bring it online, but if they asked me to volunteer to have somebody else take care of my bag for me, who am I to say no? I am performing a service here. Airlines are where I get the most stringent about rules. I need everybody to follow the rules on the but airplane. I am following the rules. They're asking me to gate check my bag. I'm on the airline side here. This I'm, is this is, this is a, the part of you that that eats pastries off the street. You're... I'm a hero here. <laughs> they couldn't fit all those bags on there, and they need people like me to volunteer to gate check our bags. <sighs> Um, I will not be the, made the bad guy here. <laughs> I never even put anything up in the overhead compartment. Um, yeah, usually if I have like a shoulder bag, I'll shove it underneath. Like, the... although I I had to on my flight back because I was sitting in the very first row. Ah, the I don't think I like that row. Although they do have you've got the leg room. Yeah, I did try it out. I liked the leg room, but. <laughs> I, I that was my it was a decision to to upgrade last minute to the even more space seat because I thought it was going to be an empty row but it ended up not being uh, but it was fine I did yeah. enjoy the leg room. Um, yeah, airplane food it doesn't exist anymore. It does if you fly JetBlue Mint. Oh, Mint. Yeah, we talked about that. Did we? It was when I, my, I flew my fancy first class out to California this summer. Oh, yeah. Um, I got a brunch. I had a, an in-the-air brunch. Oh, I had a three-course brunch in the in the air. Oh, man. And then I landed and ate nice. a second brunch. Yeah, it was. It was incredibly <laughs> nice. And then I had to fly back, back in steerage, and I was like, no. <laughs> well, yeah, but you you danced with the to the Irish music. <laughs> And had sex in a car. This poor cabin rat Jack. Um, the, it was it was very funny because we drove down um, to oh, and I, I have a very dad story where that Friday when I was driving down, I got everything in the car, got everything packed up, picked up Izzy at daycare, got her back here, gave her a, a, a thing of hot milk. She loved it. Loves hot milk. Mm-hmm. Uh, put the milk, washed the milk bottle out, put it in the dishwasher. Um, <coughs> pardon Bless me, you. uh, got the dog, uh, walked the dog a little bit and then we all got into the car and I turned the key and the car did not start. 
and I was supposed to pick up Kristen in 30 minutes so we could leave, and it was a nightmare. I had to, like, run to the body shop uh, around the corner holding my baby and be like, hi, can somebody fix my car? Um, And they're great guys over there, but they're not extremely communicative. So, like, Kristen called, and she's like, what's wrong with the car? And I was like, they might take the engine out or like this this could be a repair that takes weeks i have no clue uh but then the guy came in he was like you're good to go and i was like how how much do i owe you and he looked like personally offended that i was offering to pay him money for fixing my car and he was like i guess fifty dollars i was like yeah sure like (laughs) um and oh but we drove down in the jeep which uh when you drive at anything over like 20 miles per hour the whole thing shakes yeah and we drove back up in a rental car like a kia and it was like oh what have they been doing with cars since 2001 when this jeep was made and it's like oh they've been improving them greatly yeah (laughs) it is way nicer to ride in this car (laughs) yeah um anyway that's a not extremely interesting story about driving a car (laughs) it's okay dad yeah it was a very dad drive where like i was like i just like the well the drive back up because it ended up being about 12 hours long and i was the only one driving and i was just like just gotta power through (laughs) we're not stopping Uh, you gotta stop dad well i had to stop when the baby threw up (laughs) yeah yeah um but Anyway, uh, yeah. So I was just I was just watching a show this today called Amazing Hotels. Hmm. Life beyond the lobby, and there. <gasps> y- yes, there was a gasp. Okay, I, I think you tweeted about this, and I think I read this as Amazing Hotels Life Beyond, and I thought it was about hotels that were haunted. No. Okay, just checking in. If they have been haunted, it has not come been, up come up but there are some of these hotels would be amazing if they were also haunted mm-hmm. so it's got they it's very got, well may be who it's got giles corin who is on supersizers so mm-hmm. love love that cad and i especially love him being uh put upon and irritable mm-hmm. in in exotic lands and and in unusual situations haunted hotels and haunted hotels where he's, he's he's definitely like i don't like insects i don't like animals i don't like flying i don't like dancing and i'm like yay but they're making you thank you bbc <laughs> and it's interesting because it's going to all these incredibly luxurious fancy hotels but it's not just a show that's like and here are the amenities of this amazing hotel it's instead it's instead going like behind the scenes and sh- showing how it works like you know they're working for a while with the staff with like oh, you know, the five thousand, awesome. the five thousand people, or whoever who run this Singaporean hotel, or and so you're you're getting to see like these amazing hotels, but you're also getting to see here's what the life like. It's like we are now going to go to to the 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 small Moroccan village where this guy who is most of the time, you know, he's like a twenty four hour butler where he goes and lives on his day off, and here's his family. Huh. So it's been That's very awesome. fascinating because it's it's not just like because you have you you know you have the it's sort of dealing with the the moral, the ethical uh, quandary that is extremely luxurious, expensive yeah, yeah, experiences. Where it's like, um, I definitely, it's like, 
I definitely am disgusted by the excess, but also I want it. I would like to have some of the I would love to do this. On my body. Mm-hmm. I want to go to the giraffe hotel so bad. Um, oh, yes. You, you mentioned the giraffe hotel and it's how you want to feed a giraffe. Where the giraffes stick their heads in the windows. I'm just Googling feed a giraffe. Ooh, if you type it in, the first thing that comes up is feed a giraffe near me. Yeah, hit me up. <laughs> Look outside. <laughs> <laughs> the long I the uh close encounters animals at the Long Island Game Farm Zoo. Let's Take me to see a giraffe. New giraffe encounters. The Long Island Game Farm Giraffe Encounter gives a guest the opportunity to get eye-to-eye with the park's resident giraffe, Clifford. The Giraffe Encounter features a a short presentation followed by the opportunity to feed the majestic animal from an elevated platform. For a ticket price of $6 per person, which includes the cost of food. This sounds depressing. I no longer want to go. I don't want to go see a Long Island giraffe. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> a single lone long island giraffe that's true you kind of oh, want him to be i want him to be free Ooh, but there there is a deer forest out there i mean that's nice deer are cute also you can bottle feed their baby animals that's always great i mean okay <laughs> there is uh guests of the long island game farm also have the opportunity to feed our buffalo ostrich emu and zebras via special tubes that deliver the food directly into the encounter well okay so you're not you're throwing it over the fence yeah yeah essentially you're tossing it Um, you can't you can't feed a zebra they'll bite you yeah um where's this zoo okay well sorry well okay this is in what i'm I'm gonna do is just save up and go to kenya okay and go to this giraffe hotel okay which it did it was a little problematic because the the, the the theme of the hotel is sort of like remember how nice colonialism was Ooh boy because it's it's like this manor house in the suburbs of nairobi from the 30s so it's yeah. like mm, and then you're gonna have high tea while watching the giraffes but i'm like but i want to see the giraffes i want yeah. the giraffe to give me a kiss with its big tongue <laughs> Uh, at the Bronx Zoo, there is a Carter Giraffe building, and underneath that it says, Carter Giraffe House will be closed until further notice. Uh, <laughs> um, but then you scroll down, and it says Featuring, and it shows the animals you can see, and it says Giraffe, and it says Aardvark. Yeah! Do you think they're best friends, or do you think they just don't notice each other at all? I, I'm pretty sure that the, the giraffe does not notice the aardvark. <laughs> Speaking of animals, Emma is trying to either eat my headphones or climb up on my chest, which not right now, Emma. The Mother giraffe does not notice the aardvark would be something that I would like, like write on an Instagram thing with a filter over like a sunset or like over like the picture of a a fancy watch. Um. Oh, I hear that that baby you hear the purr yeah she's trying to eat my headphones we need to have a soundboard with with baby coos and Mm -hmm. and cat purrs emma you're being Um, the past okay come on 
Come on up here. This is just this is just how I talk to my actual baby. <laughs> come on, come on. Um, boy, she's been pooping a lot recently. I was just about to say that I need to I need to wipe Emma's butt. <laughs> She's not, she's not, she's not have, great at, at licking her her fluffy butt. Yeah, just the, yeah. the fur her 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 actual butthole is fine. Butthole, butthole. But she gets, um, her her fur gets a little matted around the the, yeah, the, yeah, the back on her tocks. So I yeah. wipe it with a cloth and then yeah. Um, the uh. Izzy like really doesn't like to lay down to have her diaper changed. She wants to stand up. She wants to do it on the run. Yeah. And if you, I don't know if you've ever used the restroom and then stood completely up and tried to wipe your butt, but it's very difficult. (laughs) Well, this is, this is the whole divide that we've heard about the stand versus sit wipe divide. Well, I feel like even if you're standing, there's a bit of a crouch. But she she's like she's like tensed. Yeah. Um, it's pretty rough. Anyway, enough about my baby's horrible ass. Or or and my my baby's fluffy matted butt. Yeah. Um. Oh. So yeah, I want to go. I want to go to a draft hotel. Yeah. And I want see. I I am. I don't really want to go travel to lands and then go see places. I want to go travel and then stay at an incredibly fancy hotel or resort. Where the and the giraffes then ne- come to the room. And then never leave. Hmm. Okay. Uh, I could see that. I mean, leave when it, the trip is over, but. Oh, I thought you meant you were going to become one of those people that just moves into a hotel. I mean, that'd be nice too, I guess, but. Clean sheets every day. Yeah. I mean, when I went on my trip to Turks and Caicos, which is the fanciest hotel I've ever been to, like there was a day when my friend I took with me was like, well, I'm going to go down to the beach. And I'm going to go snorkeling. And I was like, I'm going to stay in the room. I'm going to sit on the balcony and read. Because mm. I'm in a luxurious place and I can read and look out upon the ocean. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to interact with the ocean. In any way that makes me uncomfortable. Um... Sorry, I'm just thinking about like travel and excitement, and like uh, <laughs> how you'll never feel. It yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, there was some like uh, when we were down in North Carolina, there was like a documentary playing about the different hotels at Disneyland <laughs> or Disney World, and like all like the the deep history that went into building these hotels. Um. That sounds and like something I'd watch. It was well. I mean, it was good, but it it was also like it was like this is just an infomercial for yeah. Disney. There's <laughs> no another. They... There's another uh, show about hotels on Netflix. Another, but I think it is more of like an infomercial for yes. the hotels. Yeah, it's like these are nice hotels. It's like <laughs> look. Um, we stayed in a Quality Inn going down to north carolina but they did have a waffle machine and izzy loves waffles so that really nailed it nice the thing is we did learn that we can't stay in a motel style building with our dog 
because every time anybody in the if like if the rooms face directly into the parking lot, every time anybody went to their car and like shut a car door, Kobe would start barking. Oh. Um, so that was not great. But anyway, enough dad stories. <laughs> I'm done with them. I cast them off. You're n- um, you're never gonna be done. It's all dads from here oh on out. God, yeah, you're right. Yeah, I do have a child. There's yeah, not really, you're a dad now. There's not really a way out of this one. <laughs> no, you can't undo it. You're a dad forever now. I know. It is it is funny how often I'll just be like, wait, we have a kid. Like, <laughs> what are we doing? What the fuck? <laughs> um, but no, it's fun. Today she learned how to say nie, like for no. And she learned how to shriek it, like, at the dog, because the dog was trying to eat noodles out of her lap. <laughs> um, and it's it's actually very cute, but it's when she was doing it at, like, three this morning. Not as cute. That was less cute. <laughs> but, um, yeah, Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Yeah, I rang mine in by being drunk and watching Iron Man, mm. which is, according to Time Hop, also how I rang in New Year's nine years ago. Oh. So maybe in uh, it all comes 20, back around twenty twenty. What's twenty twenty six? Yes, yeah, that will be nine years. Wait, the twenty twenty six, twenty twenty seven. Yeah, that that switch over. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'll, I'll get drunk and watch Iron Man again. I was changing a dirty diaper. <laughs> yeah. It was like perfectly timed. But I did um, I did do the thing where like if you start playing uh in the air tonight at a certain point the drums will kick it did. It was great. Mm, perfect. <laughs> Excellent. There should have been a website that had those pre programmed in. Next year, I bet. Yeah, Spotify will do that. Yeah. You hear me, I'm Spotify? Not... No, they're not listening. <laughs> Our ad this week is from Spotify. <laughs> so yeah, it was very doom, 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 doom. champagne pop. It was nice. great. Do you had champagne? Yeah. Did you saber the toff off? No. <laughs> I think you ask me that every time I bring up champagne, and I and yeah. I every time and every time I as as disdainfully say no. But why would you drink champagne if you couldn't first saber? I love not having glass in my drink. (laughs) I was going to say that if you do it right, there won't be any glass in there. But once I worked on a music video where they had filmed like some dude sabering off a, uh, the top of a bottle of champagne and they filmed it in ultra slow motion. And we had to cut out before the part where you could see the cracks travel down the bottle and the entire bottle just explode in this guy's hand and him like, he like hilariously pull the hand away very fast. Um, he didn't get, he wasn't injured at all, but yeah. Uh, no, I, I, well, I, I opened my champagne bottles. Um, I probably brought this up before that I was, I was told that the best way to open a, a bottle of sparkling wine is with uh, no more noise than a lover's sigh. Ooh. So I'm very good at opening up. So there's just a little. Poop. Yeah. Because you don't um, want all the you don't want all the gas to escape. Of you course. want the bubbles. You want the bubbles to stay in the bottle, and then yeah. in your tummy. Mm-hmm. And then in your bloodstream, where Ooh. they get you mega drunk. Yay! <laughs> Ooh, a glass of champagne sounds very good right now. 
Well, I, I, I haven't it... had any Switchel yet. Give it another three weeks and I know. a couple days. <laughs> it's, it's like, oh boy, this is a long-ass month, isn't it? <laughs> when was the last time you did any significant... Have you ever done this before? A dry um, month? Honestly, this is the longest consecutive series of days that I have not drunk since I was probably 19. Uh-huh. It's, we've only been doing this for seven days. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's been like a 12 year streak where like, um, where I've been, I've had a drink pretty much every day. Um, this is the, the longest streak since before the election. Cause I, yeah. I, I quit drinking for the two weeks before the election. Cause I, I decided to prove that I wasn't afraid of God. And that mm. turned out to be a bad move. <laughs> yeah. God was angry. Yeah. Um, Oh boy! Oh, I did the did the thing where I was listening to podcasts, oh. to old episodes, and there was an episode that started. And it was just like, "Hey guys, well, we're gonna do this thing," and everyone sounds really sad, and nobody's making any jokes. And then they were like, "But first off, let's talk about love and the love we feel for each other." So I was like, "Wait a second, what day did this come out?" And it was like, "Oh yeah, of course they recorded this the day after the election." You can you can always tell. I did that when I was like listening. I've been listening to the Sawbones archive and I was like, "Oh, oh they boy. sound angry in this. They sound upset." Yeah. Oh. That's Whereas why we, we all were upset. We did a skit from Frasier. Of course, we had to. <laughs> we did a skit the from the Frasier cookbook. Yeah. Not even from oh, Frasier. Oh, I got a Fraser book for for Christmas. Hang on, I've got it right in front of me. Just out of reach. Oh, you can hear it. It's a hardback. Ooh. It is an academic text called Fraser: A Cultural History by Joseph Day Darowski and Kate Darowski. Mmm, I love it. Um, have you read it yet? I've read the first chapter. Okay. Let's see. There is there is a chapter that's uh, the last chapter. No, it's not. It's 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 called gender. Dot 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 and race. Mmm, I love it. The 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 sections are. It's part one, making classic Fraser before Fraser, Fraser on his own, three cranes and a dog, Daphne and Roz, and then part two, under analysis, the evolutions are televised, set design, curating the spaces, gender and race. And a conclusion, good night, Seattle. And then there is uh, uh, a listing of every single episode with a brief oh. synopsis and mm. some opinions. This is very good. <clears throat> so it's very meaty. It's a lot to chew on. Yeah, it's a thick book. It's, you know, good, good solid 200 some odd pages. Just Do you entirely. think you're going to integrate the insights into Fraser Facts? Yeah, probably. Okay, good. I've got that 280 now. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, but I don't. I haven't. I haven't. I I've been using the 280, but for Fraser facts, I stick to 140 because that's how they started. Yeah, I I've pretty much gone fully to 280 now. Of course you have. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's mean. You got a lot to say. <laughs> You're a um, bread boy. <laughs> this stinks. <laughs> I mean, I have, I have too. I said I had before. Okay, okay. <laughs> For a while, I was I was trying to you know just 
gets just kiss that ring right on there just halfway but um i mean i actually are. have a i have a extension for tweet deck that tells me how many it still that still counts it yeah <laughs> um <laughs> but now i had a tweet go i've had a no, I, I since i have my notifications muted for for anybody Everything. who doesn't follow me yeah yeah um i i don't notice if a tweet is blowing up until like it, like it was like god why have i gotten like 30 followers what's going on and then i scrolled back and i was like oh, oh this okay tweet has 1400 retweets yeah, yeah that's it <laughs> yeah um we got a live one <laughs> that that mara wilson retweet <laughs> just... this chuck wendig did this one oh I, I haven't been paying attention just fuck me up fam yeah <laughs> Um, but cool. it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't particularly, uh, an, an outrageous, a statement. <laughs> so it's fine. I hope everybody's enjoying. H- hello, new followers. <laughs> welcome. Welcome to the nightmare. <laughs> Mute no, me Twitter. immediately. No, my Twitter is great. I just, I, I kind of take solace in the idea that. There's probably a lot of people muting me. That's fine. It's good. Um, well, I think I am going to sign off mm-hmm. because I am so tired. Oh, <laughs> we did. We did start a little earlier, and I was like, "We oh. did because and, I, and was like, I was like, I was like, you're so tired." Yeah, I was like, I'm going to be asleep by nine thirty. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. Izzy was up at three this morning, and like, yeah going yeah like (laughs) it was again very cute the venue was not what i would choose Uh, that's the Um, noise the cats make in japanese yeah yeah pretty she she did that basically yeah um oh wait okay sorry this is just my dad gushing moment so today there i had given her a teething biscuit and put the second teething biscuit on the table and it was in its wrapper and she ate that teething biscuit. She walked over to the table. She picked up the other teething biscuit in the wrapper, took the teething biscuit out, walked into the kitchen, and put threw the trash into the trash can, the wrapper <gasps> into the trash can, and then came back in to eat the biscuit. And the crowd goes nuts. <laughs> we did actually go nuts. We started applauding. Because <laughs> yeah. like that's not something we'd shown her at all. She just was like, this where trash go yes um anyway but that is my dad moment for today thank you for it's a a little dad victory (laughs) uh now if she wouldn't touch the damn thermometer uh no she can she can do that that's fine do you have have a thermostat in your apartment we do um the thing (laughs) is is that because it's so cold downstairs turning up the thermostat like for every 10 degrees you move it up, it gets like two degrees warmer in the apartment and like a pound of water leaves your body. Um, you just become a desiccated corpse. So it's not, I was, I was boiling a pot of water on the stove for two days straight. Well, I was also sick. Yeah, that's true. Um, well, I got, I got, I got that methy Sudafed. I took, I took that Mm, for a day. Oh boy. It's good (laughs) shit. That'll put a tiger in your tank. Oh, buddy, sure, sure did, sure did stop my nose from running, but 
But you were just gripping the edge of a sofa for two days. But I also haven't really been hungry in like two days. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Yeah, this is what truckers take. Yeah. So that their noses don't run. Um, but sure cleared up my cold though. Yeah, uh, I need to take medicine when I get sick. <laughs> That's another is... resolution: is to not do the dude thing where you it's just refuse to take medicine thing. like an asshole. My brother was talking about this. He's like, "Yeah, I got a headache, and I, you know, drank beer, and that didn't do anything." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like, like for some reason, our conception of medicine is like. The court of Louis the Fourteenth, where it's like surely a cordial will help. It's like no, they never do. No, it's it's that is that is one of the peak dude things is not yeah. taking medicine. I'm like and I'm like, like mm, I have a slight slight twinge. I'm gonna take an Advil. Not taking medicine, but complaining. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, okay, but uh, thank you so much, and I'm glad to check in for another year mm-hmm. of podcasting with you. When we get, it'll be March, and it'll be four years of this oh show. My, I can't. I gotta go lie down now. Isn't it <laughs> I great? I cannot believe that. Yeah. Four years. It's almost four years of doing this. That is incredible. Isn't well, it? Here's to four more years, and then more years after that. Like Yeah. Four more years. I don't want to be like, here's to four more years, and then we stop. <laughs> <laughs> exactly eight years yeah <laughs> i must go now my home planet needs me <laughs> but uh thank you right. and Click. thanks everyone for listening and yes happy happy new year to all the new i new haven't year. seeners out there we love you have a great night bye, bye. it stinks it stinks it stinks